Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Our episode this week begins a new series in the sermons on Sunday morning at Bethany Lutheran Church, as well as on this podcast, we're going to be talking about this theme of no love and show love. That's no love, K-N-O-W, love and show love. And really, this is the structure of our life of faith. You'll be hearing a lot more about it of that through the sermons in the weeks to come and on these podcasts. But this week, we have a special podcast guest, the one, the only, Pastor Gary Sandberg. He's back. Um, we haven't had him on in a while to record an episode, so pleased that he did. And this particular podcast talks about how we know love, the love of God, through our practice of worship. And I love the way that Pastor Gary talks about the many different forms, the different medias that exist out there that we encounter in worship, whether it's prayers or music or preaching or visuals, all of that helps to serve and allow us to know the love of God and experience the love of God each and every time we gather for worship. I've already said too much. I don't want to steal Pastor Gary's thunder. I'm going to turn it over to him now as he talks to us about knowing love through worship. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Gary Sandberg at Bethany Lutheran Church. Thank you for joining us again for a wonderful podcast as we take a look at those opportunities and those ways that we can be in ministry together and the ways that ministry forms us to be the people that God intends us to be. In July and in early August of 2022, Pastor Nate and I will be entering into a series called No Love, Show Love. And just to be clear, that part of know is K-N-O-W, the ways that we know God's love and then the ways that we show God's love. This is actually patterned off of Bethany's very ministry council and the teams that we share. But Pastor Nate and I will be doing a complete podcast together about this theme of know love, show love as it becomes a part of Bethany's ministry in our program year 2022 and 2023. So for this podcast, I'm simply going to key in on the aspect of worship. Worship is one of those times where we can actually know love. That is, that God's love is revealed to us in special ways in worship. The expressions that we have, the ways that we engage in worship, so much of that is allowing us to become immersed deeper into God's love. So I'll talk a little bit about that, about worship patterns, how we go about that, the way we might even create themes around that, and even the very way that worship changes, even in in this time in our world, as a way of, of creating a fuller, richer experience for us. But first, maybe the most important thing we would say about worship is that we as human beings come to worship because we have a God that is worthy of our worship. That might be the most important thing we ever know about worship. The thing that we might ever even know about love is that God is a God of love. When we know that, we come to worship the fact that God expresses that to us each and every day and and in so many ways. And so if we go about our normal life, There are times when we find ourselves 
in many opportunities of just pausing for a moment or two or, or 10 even, just to stand in awe of what it is that God does for us, all the things that God provides for us. And I'm not even talking about material kind of things that way, but just the way that God brings the very essence of God into us and infuses that within us. It's an awe-inspiring opportunity to see who this God is. And so there are many times in our daily life where I believe that we find opportunities for worship, but we wouldn't say we're going to worship. We would just find ourselves in a place of standing in the presence of God, acknowledging who God is, acknowledging even who we are in God's midst, and then just allowing that to wash over us. But then there are those times, those times in our lives, those times when we schedule this time that we call worship. Most often, that's a time when we do that collectively because there's also something very valuable about the people of God gathered together, the way that we find ourselves in community because truly we want to be in communion with God. But when we are in community with one another, we feel sometimes that the presence of God can be even more powerful when we know that it's a shared expression with others around us. And for that reason, almost every place I've ever been for worship has a pattern for worship. They don't all have the same pattern. There are some places where you go to worship where the pattern looks very different. And if you come from one particular pattern of worship and you find yourself in a, a different worshiping community, you might think that community has no pattern of worship. It might feel as if everything there is happening random. I can assure you that it's not. In every case that I have been, the, the planning of worship by worship leaders is really a very important aspect to what we bring as worship leaders to the gathered community. And that's certainly the case here at Bethany Lutheran Church, particularly at a place where there's been this established pattern of worship. And so we certainly have that in our life here um, at Bethany. The pattern of worship that we often follow, and this comes out almost at every worship service at our 830 traditional service, is this pattern of, of gather and having some sort of, of way that the community recognizes that we're gathered together in God. And then we have a chance to hear God's word expressed. And then we have a chance to respond to that word through our offering to God. Following that is God's offering to us in the meal of Holy Communion. And then we have a pattern of sending where we realize that this time that we have shared in this collective worship pattern has now emboldened us and, and, and created in us this opportunity to be strengthened to go out into the world, to be sent out to serve our neighbors. And so that pattern of worship is well established in a liturgical setting like we have at 830 at Bethany Lutheran Church. And we often follow that same pattern at our 10 o'clock worship with Children's Church, 
we follow through that same pattern because there's something to it that just that draws people in, that gives you a sense of both the familiar, but with different hymns and different prayers and different scriptures, it also creates this interest in us, this, this wanting to know a little bit more about God's love for us. And so that would be the other thing that we talk about is in the midst of our worship, even in the midst of that pattern of worship, we're there to encounter God. And, and on, a, on a best of Sunday, we find that we encounter God in, in a new way, maybe a way we haven't thought of before, maybe in a way that's just articulated a little differently or, or a little more specifically than we might have done on our own up to that point. And so the music changes often, particularly in the hymns or the songs that we sing. Some of the liturgical music, though, remains the same week after week so that we can find ourselves completely immersed in it, allow those words and that, that tune to become a part of our, our very spirit on that day. If you're like me, you have found yourself humming a tune later in the week and realize, I'm actually humming the hymn of praise from worship because it's just become a part of kind of the inner being that I want to feel that is expressed in so many different ways. So that sense of music brings us a new encounter with God. And when we really pay attention to the words, particularly of those hymns and the songs that we sing, we realize that there are ways that God's love is being expressed, not just in the musical notes that are played, which, which certainly can happen, but also, of course, in the words that we share. We feel like sometimes we are singing those words to God, and sometimes it's as if those words that we are singing are actually being sung to us, that, that, that they're becoming a part of the very spirit, the very soul that we express toward God. I'm amazed sometimes when I'll just be singing along in a, in a hymn and a phrase will hit me and I'm thinking, oh, that's right. Yes, that, that's so true. It, it, it's a way of me encountering God in a new way, even if it's just one simple phrase. And oftentimes, it's, of course, it's an entire verse that I look back and, and I read back through and say, oh my goodness, there's, there's some truth there about God that opens up my relationship with God. That's a way that I think that we know love because we know this encounter, this relationship with God ever deeper. That also happens through times when we would have a, a prayer, particularly the prayer of the day that usually follows a thematic pattern that's going to be expressed now through the words that are shared uh, through the scripture readings and through the proclamation that day, that even that prayer of the day has this kernel, this, this nugget of truth that comes through for us, and then reiterated oftentimes in the prayers of the people, that we find that there's something about our encounter with God where God really does want to unfold for us the new ways that God wants to be expressed uh, for the world and then even deeper in our personal lives. Coming back to that in just a moment, but first I'm going to go on to communion. This is certainly one of those times where we encounter God in a very special, very particular way. And so oftentimes, most times at Bethany Lutheran Church on Sunday mornings, when we gather for worship, we'll share in this meal of Holy Communion. I don't know for myself any better way 
to know God's love expressed for my life. It's so tangible, so real, that every bit of it um, enfolds and, and, and excites all the different senses that we have. I can, I can hold it, I can feel it, I can taste it. Um, the, the bread in my, in my mouth, as I understand the body of Christ coming to me, um, the taste of the wine or the juice and the way you can even feel it kind of flowing down your throat. There's something that's so vivid about that. That encounter with God is, it's, it's breathing in, it's taking in, it's actually consuming God's love in the midst of that act of communion. All of that then, as we would wrap up, we'd say, then in the midst of this worship, what we're really doing is coming to a God that's worthy of our worship. And that would actually be enough. If that's all we came, just to give God that, that time in our life, that set time where we can gather with the community of God, whether we're doing that all together in a room or whether we're at, at home in our living room and we're on the live stream knowing that we're connected with people across town and even across our world who are all gathered together that day just to acknowledge that we have a God that is so worthy of our worship. And then yet we still ask for something a little bit more. And so on a worship leader's best day, on a preacher's best day, we would also we have the, say that we have the opportunity to unveil, to, to open up the word of God just a little bit more for people, for them to have some kind of experience where they can learn a little bit more, whether it's just learning a tidbit about scripture that they didn't know. If you didn't know that the people of Israel had once been in slavery and were led out of slavery into freedom, well, there's a sense about encountering that that allows us to encounter the way that God wants to bring us freedom from whatever it is that might ail us, from whatever it is that might constrict us. That one of the ways we know God's love is to know that God brings freedom into our lives from whatever it is that would distract us away from God. And God is so willing to do that. And of course, to have God unveiled in the very person of Jesus Christ, to understand that Jesus would come to us in human form, to experience all the emotions that we experience, to be able to, to talk in ways, particularly when Jesus would use parables, that don't just tell us one thing about God, but that we understand the layers that are there in our relationship with God. That at times we are the, the people who feel more in control, and sometimes we're the people who feel completely out of control. That at times we are the people who feel like we have the answers, and at other times we're people who are just seeking answers or, or seeking a new relationship. The parables invite us in on so many different dimensions that when the Word of God is unveiled and sometimes explained just, just a little bit differently, little nuances that come through as we hear the Word of God proclaimed week after week over and over again, that this God that we have becomes bigger and smaller at the same time, maybe bigger for the world and yet more personal for us. Those sometimes are the best ways that we would look to encounter God, the best ways that 
we would know God's love unveiled for us that we might take it out into the world. Now with that, we would say that there is an an emotional component to worship. I mean, there are times when I find myself really overcome with emotion at what my new understanding of God's love is for me. But what I always want to be conscious of as a worship leader is to never take another person's emotional with encounter with God for granted, nor do I ever want to manipulate that. I mean, I think that is, uh, that, that, that's something that is so deeply ingrained in my calling as a worship leader that I never dictate to you as a worshiper the emotions that you should be feeling. I don't want to create great joy that you might not be feeling, nor do I want to create any kind of a a sadness or sorrow that you should feel over a certain aspect of your life and then allow God to kind of enter in and take care of that for you. Now, you may experience those on your own, and it doesn't mean that I wouldn't want worship to be an emotional experience, but I never want to manipulate somebody's emotions because your true emotions will always be far more impactful than anything I could try to create in you. Now, that doesn't mean, again, that I would never want worship to to bring out emotions. I just want them to be your true emotions. And with that, we realize that we're going to encounter God in new ways and times in worship. And so here at Bethany Lutheran Church, we're looking at new ways visually to be able to encounter that God. And so in the midst of our sanctuary, we've added what we're calling the illustrator. We're calling it the illustrator because we know it's a tool that we can illustrate the way that God's love is spread throughout our lives and throughout the world. And so we'll have opportunities sometimes to um, simply view a video from one of our mission partners around the world to see what God's love is doing in that place because of the way that the people of Bethany support it. Hopefully we'll have some up closer looks at even uh, a baptism when we see the way a child smiles as that water is poured over their head as they encounter this new aspect of God's love in their life. We hope we can show you during uh, children's church as the children are gathered around the pastor to have a, a view of the ways that those children are encountering God in new and wondrous ways. And then there might be times that we can show a little clip of something that either happens in the life of the congregation or that enhances the way that the word of God is being proclaimed that day because we realize that in the midst of our world, especially in 2022 and beyond, that we've become even more visual in the way that we experience God and the wonder of creation, the way it can be expressed. There there are so many ways that God can be unveiled to us through all of our senses And so to hear the word of God proclaimed, to have the very presence of God in a piece of bread and a cup of wine, and then be able to just see the wonder of creation, the wonder of a child's face, the wonder of of water, of trees, of the ways that God would say to us that this world is vast, The ministry that we share is encompassing. And we're simply invited in. We're invited in to experience a God whose love for us would be so great 
that Jesus Christ would go to a cross, that we would understand something about sacrifice that is so deep and so personal to God because we are so personal to God. And so, yes, we know love when we encounter God in worship, that God is truly worthy of our worship. And so we gather as a community to collectively express our thanks to a God who would do so much for us. And along the way, our best hope is that that love would be unveiled in new ways through lots of different media, through music, prayers, through, through, through visuals that say, would say to us, this God, this God is a God of love so deep that we might never encounter the fullness of it during our time on earth, but every little bit more that we are aware of, that we know God's love, well, it simply makes us more of the people that God intended us to be. So we will be, continue to know love, and then we will continue to show love. More to come in the, this series of podcasts that will unveil know love and show love. And then again, Pastor Nate and I will have a chance at the end of it all to talk about how all of that fits in to the very structure of Bethany Lutheran Church. Thanks so much for joining me on the beginning of this wonderful journey.